and welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I'm Kayla Teal. I'm Phoebe Richards. I'm Grace Penzel. I'm Stephanie Thompson. Everybody looked at me funny when I said Happy New Year, but it's 1230. Isn't that the time of year you say Happy New Year? Happy New Year. I didn't mean to look at you funny. You were so enthusiastic. You came in a little hot on the mic, but I love it. I <laughs> oh. love the. No, that's okay. That's, I'm claiming that. That's the. Am I also you too, hot? Phoebe? Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I'm nowhere near my microphone. I'm now farther away. Well, than now you are. Okay, okay. Well, I was gonna say that's the energy I'm bringing into 2023. That kind of got derailed, which probably <laughs> is a more fair 2023 energy. About to come in real excited and then just getting pushed off your ledge i think it's i'm uh i'm just i'm waking up this is another yet another wake and bake session and so maybe the high octane vocals were throwing me up i'm not trying to be a granny here guys Your eardrums i'm sorry are still waking up my tender little eardrums are <laughs> fluttering awake <laughs> i'm gonna smoke i think it'll yeah. chill me out a little bit Toke up. <laughs> That's a great idea. Well, this is not a Wake and Bake branded episode. Mm -mm. Just happens to be early. In truth. All right. I'm lighting up a joint. A crooked roach, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, That crooked roach is always ripping off its... Right? I was trying to go with like a crooked landlord. Clearly, I'm on it and going to be really funny in this episode. We were all smoking and coughing. We couldn't respond to your funny anecdote. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't laugh. I was very focused. It's good. A true stoner really focuses on the weed they're smoking. I feel relieved, awake, alive, awake, alert, enthusiastic. <laughs> That's good. Can I divulge that last night Phoebe had a cookie decorating party that me and Steph went to and Kayla, I assume you were there in spirit. Yes, my spirit was there watching you. <laughs> Creepy. And I was very baked and I got very absorbed into the cookie decorating process. I actually probably should have talked to people a little bit more <laughs> like in retrospect. I'm like, oh, there were all these friends of Phoebe's that it would have been nice to actually like learn stuff about them. And I was like hyper focusing on sprinkles. But I just wanted to show off one of my cookies. Can I? Yeah. yeah. Okay? I'm amazed you haven't eaten it yet. Oh, believe me, I ate plenty of cookies. <laughs> They're just not my favorite ones that I chose. So the first one I have is this <gasps> little dog. <laughs> Love the little doggy with his little paws. It was supposed to be a snowman, but I got creative. I had to rearrange the facial features because it looked like very worried. Now it just looks a little worried. <laughs> and then I was trying to do a sloppy Santa, but it got, I smushed it. So I decided to improvise and I put a bunch of kind of black and blue sprinkles on one side. And I'm saying that it's Santa who fell down the chimney into a, a lit fire. And I personally think it looks like emo Santa. <laughs> yeah, because it's got its hat kind of swooshed like some emo bangs across its face. Is sloppy Santa like a trope I don't know about? No, no, I think I just coined that. (laughs) My favorite Santa is sloppy Sloppy Santa. Santa. (laughs) And I have a pineapple. I love the pineapple. uh, Very festive. My friend Audrey made the cookies and everyone made that a pineapple. I was like, it's a pineapple shape. And she was like, no, it's a Christmas tree ornament. 
(laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Audrey, that is a pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) And then I made this monster that I think was supposed to be a Christmas tree, but now it's sort of a psychedelic space alien with a giant tongue. I like that one. Mm-hmm. That's, my, that's favorite. my favorite. Also, Grace, can you show Kayla the shirt I got you for Christmas? Oh, my God. Phoebe, last night I was at her house and everyone else was fine. And I was like, I'm freezing cold. Please, <laughs> can we turn the fire on? And <laughs> But there's no fire, but it's okay. And so Phoebe was like, well, here's your fucking Christmas present. It's a sweatshirt. <laughs> it says, says always freezing. <laughs> And I had it waiting to give to her. It was perfect. (laughs) That is a perfect moment to give that gift. perfect. Hilarious. It was pretty funny. So that's my anecdote about the party. That's (laughs) great. Hey, we have a new patron. Oh, Oh, shit. Who are they? Who are they? Tell us now. It's Katie from Alberta. (laughs) Yay. Oh, Canada. Our home home and native land. Oh, no, I I started singing the Genovia (laughs) version of that. (laughs) You guys know how in Princess Diaries, they just changed the words of O Canada to Genovia. (laughs) I did not know that about that movie. I haven't seen that movie. Is that weird? Oh, you'd like it. That's an example of a very funny joke in it. (laughs) You guys, we are so painfully America-centric. Literally any time we have to talk about another country, we like cannot. Can't do it. We can't do (laughs) it. Can't do it. Well, you know what? Let's talk about something. Speaking of Princess Diaries. Wait, did we thank this person? Yeah. Yeah. It was a little casual, but thank you, Katie. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Katie. But a little birdie told us that this was Katie's Christmas present was... Patreon subscription to Stoner Chicks. <gasps> yeah, we I love, love my that. God. Thank you, little birdie. <laughs> Thank you, little birdie. Thanks, Katie. And so, as Kayla said at the beginning, a happy new year. It is about to be the end of 2022, done with, throw it in the trash, and we will move on to 2023. And so, it seems like a good time to look back at the year that we're about to throw in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe didn't like that. I liked it. Okay, (laughs) good. And as our listeners should and hopefully know, we have a little segment we often do called Stoner Movie Book Club. Stoner Movie Book Club. We watch the stoner flicks. They smoke and talk. We laugh and joke for the stoner flicks. That was amazing. I loved that, Grace. Fabulous. Thanks. It was improvised. Really good. (laughs) You should consider doing improv, Grace. (laughs) Thanks. So this year, we, in fact, did, which I was surprised it was so few, but they were a pretty good bunch. We did six movies. We viewed and discussed six movies for Stoner Movie Book Club. This year, the criteria I set was simply movies that were female-fronted and had at least one scene of a female smoking weed. Yeah, and when you look at the list of all these movies side to side, this year had a really good bunch of movies. Yeah. Yes, it did. So starting from the top, the six movies we watched this year were Clueless, Booksmart, 9 to 5, Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar, Do Revenge, and Sisters. You can go back and 
watch any of those and listen to those episodes if you haven't already. And let's discuss them. I will say one thing that excites me is from this list, four of them, I believe, are directed by women. Yay. That's an improvement over last year. Yeah, it is an improvement. Oh, man. Are we going to talk about what we're going to do for Stoner Movie Book Club this year? I have some ideas. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. So are we ranking these? Is that sort of the... Yeah, I think we should each do a light ranking and maybe talk about, <laughs> or a strong ranking, <laughs> and yeah, maybe talk about why the your favorite and least favorite are where they are. Well, I certainly love a, quite a few of these movies are classics. Well, two of the movies, in my opinion, are classic, great movies, 9 to 5 and Clueless. So I'm probably going to put those at the top for me. And it's probably going to go nine. Oh, no, fuck. I love Clueless. Mm. I actually thought when I made the list, I was like, oh, what will Steph decide? Will she really put anything above nine to five? Because I know you love that movie. I love that movie. And so I think it's going to be nine to five, then Clueless. I loved Book Smart. I thought that was a great movie. Then I would probably do Do Revenge. No. Sisters. <laughs> Barb and Star. I don't know. Mm. Those <laughs> Maybe those oh. three are all kind of a tie at the bottom for you. I think all three of those are pretty much tied for me. Sisters, Do Revenge, Barb and Star. Barb and Star, yeah. I felt equally, I think I gave them all around three stars. Yeah. When we, or three bongs, excuse me, when we did the rating system. So that's where I stand on 2022 Stoner Movie Book Club. Great stuff. <laughs> well, I'll just come in really quick and then we can discuss more. I put Clueless as my number one. There's really no competition for me. Mm -hmm. And then as if you listen to the episode, you'll know I'm putting Sisters next, which is fully not me ranking it as what I think is actually the second best movie. It's just the one that lives in my heart. It's my comfort movie. So I'm going to put Sisters next. I think I'd put Barb and Star next. This is surprising. I'm going to go with which ones I would pop in and watch the most. And I just, Barb and Star just really tickles me. It's a movie that I did not like the first time I watched. And I watched, I fell in love with it. I don't know. That happened to me with Napoleon Dynamite. It's the only movie I can think of where I hated on first watch and loved it intensely huh. second watch. Yeah, that's interesting. So yeah, I'm going to go Clueless, number one, then Sisters, then Barb and Star, then Nine to Five, then Book Smart, And then I have to admit, Do Revenge is like pretty low for me next. That's a clear <laughs> last place for me. I have areas of love for all of the other five, honestly. They're good movies for the most part. So that's my ranking. So I took a little bit of a different approach. Did you, Grace? Because mm. it was so hard because I love Clueless so much. Mm -hmm. But I feel like their depiction of weed smoking. I like that you did it this way. That close up the top. So because I was so conflicted because I like so many of the movies, mm -hmm. I decided to do it by how much I like the way that they showed weed use. I love this. I yeah, love this I love list. this too. So number one for me actually was Sisters because that scene of them smoking in the attic is one of my favorite weed smoking scenes yeah. I've ever seen. It's so tender. My second one is actually nine to five, not only because it's a great movie, but because the old fashioned ladies pop party is yeah. one of my favorite, favorite scenes. I think it really is a fun mechanic to get them into 
their own little worlds and imaginations because that movie is so magical realism and they have almost like a little dream sequence while they're all baked. Mm -hmm. And it just like shows the power of like the sisterhood of weed smoking. Like they're all bonded after that. Yeah. And do you have a better trio than Dolly Parton, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda? Absolutely not. Mm -mm. Iconic. Number three for me was Barb and Star because stars... Or Barb. Barb. Which one? Right? Bar- <laughs> we had this problem last time, but I think it's Barb. Who I you think mean. it's Barb. Who goes and turns into a biker and is smoking pot and all that. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny to me. Yeah. And I think shows weed in a really like cool, empowering light. Then Book Smart, because I think their encounter with edibles and everything is really, really silly. And then Clueless, because I actually feel like Clueless is a little bit down on pot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the moment where they do show her smoking is, I don't know, I feel like kind of making fun of it or they don't really like follow through on, oh, now she's high. And then way down in, hmm, let me see this, 59th place. (laughs) (laughs) Is do revenge. Sorry, everybody. That movie stinks. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, friends and Wait, neighbors. That's Kayla. Kayla. No, I was just gonna say this is why you want Grace on your podcast, because she understands and completes the assignment better than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Well, we don't know. Kayla, what do you think? I also took a different approach because I had a really hard time rating these movies because I really do like all these movies. So I separated them into two categories. One, I had already seen before and two movies I hadn't seen before because I had already seen Clueless, 9 to 5 and Barb and Star. So, I mean, I have Clueless at number one just because I think of all these movies, it's truly the best movie. Doesn't mean that it's my favorite necessarily, but if I were to be ranking them on like what's a good movie, yeah, that's what I'd put at first there. And then the second is Barb and Star, because that was such a comforting quarantine movie for me. Like, and Kristen Wiig is like my all time favorite. I love Mm -hmm. it also really tickles me. It has like the song from it. I love to like scream that song. Like it just like (laughs) feels so good to me, that movie, Um, even though it's kind of silly and stupid. And then the third nine to five, which is hard to put nine to five last anything because I fucking love that movie Mm -hmm. and was brought me back to like when I was an eight to six, one of my favorite shows I've ever done. So that's kind of what I associate that movie with good memories and uh, doing a very cool feminist show on stage was really awesome. Okay. And then of the new movies, Book Smart was my favorite new movie I watched. I really liked it. thought it was so good. It was kind of like the genre I love. All of these are kind of a genre I love. Mm hmm. And then Sisters, because that made me cry laughing three times. And then in last place, Do Revenge, even though I really liked Do Revenge. Yeah. It was a solid six. I mean, I personally didn't love Do Revenge as a whole, but even that being my least favorite, it had like the costume design. It had elements that I really liked. So definitely compared to the year before, these most of these I think would, would be on the top of the list if I was putting both years together. That's a good ranking, Kayla. And yeah. I'm sorry I'm so down on do event. It's mostly like a heel role. You know what I mean? I'm just being a heel. But yeah. <laughs> thank you, Phoebe, for curating such an incredible oh. year of stoner flicks. And now we're 
We're moving into a new year, and Grace had wondered if I have a new idea for this coming year. And I'm going to say sort of. I will be honest. (laughs) There is two movies that I really wanted to get to this year that fall into the criteria of female fronted with a female smoking weed at one point. And I still want to do those. So we will still be doing those movies. But I thought what might be interesting this year is to revisit or not revisit for us, maybe, but watch a couple of classic stoner movies, not the entire year, but a few, and discuss those. I will put out there, they are most likely going to be very male-fronted and perhaps not even have women smoking weed in them. But I thought we could discuss that, and it'll be interesting to watch those. So, as always, listeners, if you have any you want to suggest, I will say the three that come to my mind are Friday, How High, and The Big Lebowski. But please let me know other, what you consider, like, staple classics. And then, of course, keep suggesting... I mean, always be on the lookout for what looks like an actual female stoner movie. We would always watch that. And if there's movies you love that are female fronted that have at least a scene of a female smoking, I'll also still take that. What does that sound like to you? What about Pineapple Express? That was the first one that came to my head that you didn't list. That's a good one. Email me. I'll send you an email. (laughs) Get it to my secretary. (laughs) I'm your secretary. Okay, great. Well, it looks like you already did it. (laughs) And yeah, I think that wraps up the segment of re-looking at our Stoner Movie Book Club 2022. Yay. Thank you, everyone who followed along with Stoner Movie Book Club this year. A lot of people followed along with us and sent us messages about it, which was super fun. And now, a smoke break. Ooh, I need one. Welcome back, stoners and listeners. I hope you enjoyed your smoke break. It's still our New Year's edition episode. (laughs) That's what we've agreed on to call it. (laughs) Yes, we have. New Year's edition episode. Strong suit, not words, us sometimes. (laughs) Correct, yes. (laughs) So yeah, I thought we would just think back on the year past and like true stoner chicks, I feel the best way is to look back at some of our favorite stoner moments of the year. I have a feeling most of them will be together. Yeah, I feel like almost all my stoner moments were with you guys. (laughs) friendship. So the first one I wanted to call out that I'm guessing we'll all agree was a great stoner moment was our 420 April 20th show that we did at the Old Rainier Brewery Factory Lux. Thank you, Grace. My brain went blank. (laughs) (laughs) From start to finish, that was so magical because I feel like we were all in a place where the production efforts came together so perfectly, and we packed the place out. we sold it the fuck out. It was on actual 420. Just the audience was filled with stoners and people who really wanted to be there. And people we love. And people we didn't know who just saw, like, a poster for a stoner show and showed up, which was also magical. Yeah. They were like, who are you? Why? Yeah. Why is this happening? We had people ask for our autograph after Yeah, I signed an autograph. That was one of my top (laughs) moments ever. And if you're listening, if you're one of the young ladies who we signed the autograph, thank you. That made my life. 
the whole thing felt like an orgasm. Like it was very, <laughs> very stressful leading up to it. Like producing a show is you so stressful. Stress leading up to an orgasm. <laughs> well, no, I guess that doesn't make it like an <laughs> orgasm. It was just the euphoric. The whole experience was euphoric and it followed like just being really stressed out about like, is anyone even going to show up? Like, right. you know, it's like when you're planning a party, it's the same kind of stress. Even though we had plenty of pre-solds, I was just like, oh, God, I really hope it goes well because <laughs> everything is set up to make it go well. So I hope it does. And it did. And fucking Jill Silva was so funny. Mm-hmm. And oh, yes. Our the, opener. The best opening set. If you haven't seen Jill Silva do stand up comedy, go look her up. And the great thing, too, for me was that the night before we had had a 420s Twitch show. Oh, yeah. And that was also one of my favorite mm-hmm. stoner nights. No, that I was had... I forgot. We were all like weed and hung over for the 420 <laughs> show because we had smoked so much in the Twitch show. <laughs> and didn't we yeah. come up with Cannablorg? Yeah. <gasps> yes. Yeah, the holiday the... will be back. Cannablorg the sentient space nug. Yes. And <laughs> and Phoebe, didn't you write a play? <laughs> yes. Gosh. Wow, I am a stoner. I barely remember this. <laughs> well, the recording of it is on our YouTube and WeedTube, Phoebe, if you ever want to go back and okay, revisit. I will. Well, what's another few little stoner moments that stand out to you, ladies? Well, we got to smoke some weed with some listeners of the podcast after our show at the Crocodile. Yeah. Shout out to our friends from Gig Haba uh, for coming <laughs> up to see us. And we had like such a classic sesh in the alleyway and like I hadn't smoked in an alley in a while. So in a big group, smoking in an alley was kind of fun. But then like it got kind of awkward and clunky, like a garbage truck came down the alley. And we <laughs> had to right. like, we were very high. We tried to move out of the way and moved right to where all the garbage cans were. <laughs> they were just standing around dumpsters and we're just like, <laughs> oh, stoned and awkward. And like, <laughs> it, was, it was just yeah. classic. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Thank you, Kayla. Well, for me, the little moment, so I have two, but I'm going to be quick because the funniest moment, it's not necessarily top moment, was when we did our live record and Stephanie ate <laughs> that whole edible. And then we all watched Barb and Star. We recorded a watch along. If you're on our Patreon, you can check out, you can watch Barb and Star with, along with our watch along audio. Anyway, and then we recorded an episode after watching the movie and Stephanie, like the movie ended, the lights turned on and I have <laughs> never seen someone look more high than Stephanie did. <laughs> and us trying to convince Stephanie she wasn't just tired, that edibles do in fact work on her. Yeah, we're like, no, you ate 100 milligrams of THC. Like you're baked. <laughs> I'm just so tired. I just feel really tired. <laughs> I was sweating. Like, I also was overheating. I just I had to sit outside for a couple minutes. Oh, my God. Your endocannabinoid system was all wobbly. It was mm. wobbly. And then my other moment, it's a little random, but as listeners might remember, I went to Vegas a couple months ago and we had, I went with a boy and we had a really nice room and you weren't supposed to smoke in it. But we did, but we only would in the shower. And there was this like giant shower. So we, I mean, who doesn't like taking showers together? It's fun anyway. But I feel like three times a day we were like, time for a shower. <laughs> and then we would go and take a shower and smoke weed. 
So in Vegas, I probably spent the most time in the shower smoking weed. And it's just a fun memory to think back on all the times we were like leaning on the shower wall and smoking weed. Yeah, that sounds hot as hell. It was hot. It was fun. That was my favorite. Those are the two that stand out to me. Oh, Stephanie? Yeah, I have two that stand out to me. One is with y'all when we all went to my cabin um, on Hood Canal. And oh my God, I loved that weekend. I know. And watching Grace poke gooey ducks was... With the glee of a newborn. <laughs> <laughs> was really exciting. And just sitting around the campfire and smoking was really nice. And then... I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but I went to a fire lookout over in November and it was snowy and it was just really cool. And I smoked the entire way up the mountain while I was up there and I was with it was just gorgeous views. It was awesome. So that would be a highlight for me. That's lovely. I love that. I just thought of a non-podcast one. On my birthday, I smoked a joint on the beach and saw that silent disco happening yeah yeah. so i was just like high and watching people just dance to like no music not that i could (laughs) hear i think my favorite moments are all moments because i was trying to think about it there's like obviously been plenty of lovely stone moments but my favorites have all been moments where you know when you're really high and you listen to a song and it feels like you're listening to it again for the first time sort of or like you really get so immersed in it that it feels like you're like one with the song and not with the world (laughs) yes I love that yeah so I think my moments have I wanted to just shout out a couple of those one of them was listening to Erica Badu because I'd heard songs by her before but I hadn't listened to songs by her before And getting really baked and listening to the song Green Eyes from her, I was just like, holy shit. Then since now I live with a record player, I've been listening to a lot of random different stuff that I feel like I wouldn't have before that a lot are Jeff's albums. Mm -hmm. So one example is... I went and bought a random album that's a Bobby McFerrin album. Do you know who that is? No. Why does that sound familiar? He did kind of beatboxing, but not as like jazz vocals, but it's like a lot of like popping. And he narrated kids' stories about like the giraffe and how it got its spots or how the elephant got its long nose. Does this ring a bell at all? No. Anyway, he's incredibly talented with what he does with his mouth. (laughs) It's a lot of sound-based. I know it sounded bad. (laughs) It's just really sound-based. And I really listened into this album. And then the last thing was Jeff has always been into prog rock. And I've never been able to get behind it. And sometimes he'll be listening to prog rock. And it's just a jumble of sound to me. But a couple weeks ago, I was really baked and sat down on the couch and he was playing an album and I really got swept away in it. And I actually kind of love this prog rock album now. Nice. (laughs) It was by Gentle Giant and the name of the album is Acquiring the Taste. I can't remember which song it was, but it was incredible. 
And the very last one, and I'll do this very quick, is Phoebe and I had a wonderful one-on-one stoner moment that also may have involved mushrooms. (laughs) And I was really swept up in the music that Phoebe was playing, and she recommended a couple of songs. Ostra? Yes. Okay. Okay. (gasps) It was Ostra. I remember what playlist I was playing. There's two songs I did in that playlist. I don't remember which song it was. I can tell you. Lose it. No. Yeah. Well, that was don't one. Don't want to lose you. I think don't it is lose. lose. So anyway, so that was the other one that I left. Okay, thanks. That's my year in review. <laughs> it's in stunning song. I love it. Can I add in one more Erica yes. Badu memory? Yes. I also had a good stoner Erica Badu memory this year after you did that stoner of the week. And I found her band, The Cannabinoids, their oh, yeah. SoundCloud account because <laughs> that's the only place I could find their music I think and I listened to the cannabinoid SoundCloud and while well, I was really baked and it was really fun Ooh, I want to check that out yeah I'm they were very funky and like it was good while you're stoned music I mean besides maybe a good makeout is there anything that goes together better than weed and good music mm, food mm, food okay, fair, <laughs> fair. <laughs> well Speaking of food, Stephanie, why don't you take us out? (laughs) (laughs) Nom, nom, nom. (laughs) Let me give you some stuff to put in your face hole. (laughs) What? This makes zero sense. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's about wrapped up for our episode. So I'm going to give you guys, leave you with uh, some tidbits. (laughs) Stonerchickspodcast.com is a wonderful website where you can get all the linkity links that I'll mention below. You can sign up for our newsletter, which I below. (laughs) (laughs) I write the newsletter. And so if you want to sign up for that, you get once a month, I send you a little letter. (laughs) You can also email me your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to check us out on Instagram, we're at stonerchickspodcast. If you want to check us out on Twitter, we're Stoner Chicks Pod, but we're not Twittering, really. (laughs) (laughs) On TikTok, we're Broccoli Broads. So check us out there. Rate and review us on Spotify or Apple or wherever you find your podcast. That'd be great. We'd love to get a five-star review from you. It really helps. It really helps the the algorithms and the metrics and the hazy watsits that determine what goes where. So... And if you want to hear more of us, what could they do, Steph? You can get a crud ton more content on Patreon. I mean, a literal crud ton. And go to patreon.com slash stonerchicks and you can find us there. And we have three different levels of subscriptions and it's a fun place. You get goodies. You get goodies. And hey, Grace, what do stoner chicks always say? Have a safe new year. Watch a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Smoke your weed. Smoke your weed.